My name is John Machado, and this is the Gunpowder Plot Show, also known as the Guy Fox Podcast. And I think it's safe to say that most people probably feel like I do about the coronavirus. <laughs> I don't want to. I know I I said some stuff the other day about it. Um, I really just don't want to take it a, a, a hard stance on it because it's so. So much we don't really know. Uh, also, there's there's so less than at other times, and uh, I'm sure you've probably seen. And what I mean by that is other other uh, viruses or sicknesses, illnesses that have gone around uh, within the past every seemingly every two years, which is uh, interesting. And I'm sure you've seen those uh, those memes or or uh, posts on Facebook or Twitter, wherever you may be about every, you know, every couple of years, there's one, there's one election cycle that was missed. I want to say it was in between 2004, 2008, something like that, maybe 2006, 2010, something, something along those lines, um, that we didn't have something, something like this, uh, happening. So it's, uh, it's interesting. Um, I haven't listened to Alex Jones in a while, and oh, by the way, <laughs> if you haven't seen the news, Alex Jones was arrested for a DWI yesterday. Um, if if you look on the surface level, sounds bad, right? He was he must have been super drunk. He must have been all over the place, and then the cops busted him. Uh, <laughs> Turns out, and by the way, this is this is by way of uh, the Daily Beast. If you don't know who the Daily Beast is, they are a, uh, a media. I don't I don't know if they they would be considered alt media, but for the left, they're a leftist um, news source uh, website, and uh, they were one of the very few to. Uh, have this in there, what his blood alcohol level is. So in the state of Texas, I believe that the the legal limit is 0.08. And I'm pretty certain that's how it is in most states. Uh, I believe that's what it is here in Michigan. A lot of believing. Alex Jones blew a 0.079. So he was under the legal limit. <laughs> well, what the shit? What good is having a limit if you're going to get arrested when you're under the limit? You know, uh, Alex Jones was on a show today talking about it. I think he may have, may have made a statement probably on the war room yesterday or something to that effect. He, uh, I, what I've gathered about the story is that he, they went to a Japanese steakhouse and they had some dinner. And he had some sake. Now, I had thought that Alex Jones uh, quit drinking a little while ago, which he did. He took some time off. But it wasn't, I guess, from what he was saying, it wasn't like this, uh, I need an intervention, I'm, I'm too heavy of a drinker, you know, yada, yada, yada. It was just, uh, I'm going to quit drinking for a bit. You know, I've been drinking, been getting in a little bit of trouble, and it happens to the best of us. Oh, shit. Is this the episode? I don't know if I have enough time. I might try to, I might try to breeze through it. Uh, where I talk about my my uh, meltdown involving alcohol, and brain was there. Brain got to see it all. <laughs> uh, 
All right, so I'll finish without Jones. I'll talk about my thing. And, and just to finish with the coronavirus, listen, I don't take real hard stands. What I do say about it is that uh, I don't think it's as bad as the people panicking about it think. Um, I don't think it's ba- is as bad as other uh, um, viruses and, and illnesses that we've had every two years. I think there's something to that. Uh, that could just be a conspiratorial mindset, maybe, but there, that's a pretty weird coincidence. Every two years, there's a, uh, a major illness. However, the argument against that would be, well, it's not in the United States, or usually it's not in the United States. It's elsewhere in other parts of the world. Why would that affect it? I guess the, the counter-argument to that would be, well, you know, it's to see how the president will, will deal with it or to give you know people more, allow the president to deal with it in a bit of a beneficial way in which then the, the, uh, the populace would uh, give him more support. Whatever. That's a long, drawn-out thought process, philosophical argument within my own head. Uh, no matter, I really don't take much of a strong stance. I don't know. I, I don't think it's as bad. I thought it was teetering down. Uh, I still got a feeling that it is. I feel like it's just not that bad. That's just a feeling I get. There's no facts behind that, necessarily. Um, I want to say, and that was that was the last time I had heard was 104, 104,000 cases. I think it had jumped. Remember, I even said, watch, now I say that, and it'll fucking jump. Sure enough, it did. I think last night, the number I saw was 117 or 118. Um, so again, I, I, don't, I just don't know what to think about it. I certainly don't think we need to panic, ever. Uh, I was talking with D.B. Uh, Cooper, uh, and we were talking about the what the fuck is up with people taking toilet paper? Uh, that has never been a thing. Anytime that shit goes sideways, um, I saw I saw it on kind of a local effect down in Tennessee when we would have snow. The joke is is that, you know, good luck trying to get some milk and some bread because that's usually what people go and take. Instead, now they're taking toilet paper. What for? It doesn't help. What you, you got to shit that much? You're worried about pooping? Uh, what? It, it doesn't make any sense. Um, Daryl seems to think that it, it could be a uh, 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 controlled uh, stimulus. I certainly see that argument. Um, I think it's a pretty good thought. So anyway, um, there's still just no solid evidence this way or that, really. You know, um, the death toll, the death percentages. I don't, man. I just, I don't know. So anyway, uh, that's the coronavirus. Alex Jones uh, blew under the legal limit. Uh, everybody blew it up because they always want to go after this guy. Why? That's that. Even if I didn't, if like I didn't know who Alex Jones was or whatever it may be, um, I think it's a pretty good idea to go. Why are they going after somebody? You know what I mean? What did they really do? Castro, right? A lot of people don't like Castro. Find out why. Don't just join the fucking group. Go find out why. Oh, turns out he killed a whole bunch of people, uh, forced on communism through socialism, and uh, that's why Castro's a bad guy. Oh, got it. Good. Why is Alex Jones a bad guy? Because he questions stuff and he breaks into uh, elites' parties to show the world what these crazy fuckers do. Uh, you know what I mean? It's like, what has he done that has he murdered it? Oh, well, he, he said that he thought that the kids didn't die in Newtown. Uh, shouldn't we be hoping that that's the case? 
You know what I mean? Like, what bet? Oh, no. There's somebody that... I, and I just read one of these articles. No shit about his uh, DWI or whatever you want to call it. D, DUI. Uh, stated that he threatened... Who did he threaten? One of the... One of the prosecuting attorneys against his... Uh, in the case for the, the Nuketown thing. What? I had never heard that before. That's a new one. You know what I mean? So it's just... It's a whole, it's a whole load of shit. Alex Jones is fine. He flew under the legal limit. He was on his show talking today about like how they should, um, they, we need to fix this. Like this is retarded, you know? Um, and he's not going to talk on it every single day or anything like that. He's going to talk on it right now. Yeah. It affected him. Uh, and so he's going to talk about it. His enemies are obviously going to go, of course you want to change it because did I sound like jank? Of course you want to change it because it affected you. Well, yeah, that's some. That's usually how it goes, to be honest. When it comes to humans, right? Most, like the the majority, I would say, of people that uh, get involved with, uh, you know, cancer research and, and uh, going out and raising money for cancer, is usually because it affected somebody that they know, that they knew close, that they were close to. You know what I mean? So, um, yeah, that's that tends to kind of be how humans are. We're not always bad, but. Um, so, you know, he was basically just talking about how we need to, we need to change it. If you're, if you sweep it, swerving in and out of lanes, then that needs to be uh, reckless driving. If you're found to have something on you, then reckless driving while impaired and shit like that. So, uh, I'm certainly on his side. Uh, and yeah, they, they believe the coronavirus to be bad. And I was just talking about the mainstream media fear, fear porn mongering. Is that a thing? Um, fear mongering basically. And, uh, well, isn't Alex Jones doing the same? Well, Alex Jones brings you information that you didn't know before the mainstream media even fucking touched it. He's been talking about this shit going on in China for months, okay? Um, and am I going to be easier on him? Again, this is what I talked to Daryl about yesterday. I will point out when I'm being hy- hypocritical. I almost said I'm hypocritical. Hypocritical. I'll be hypocritical on this. Why? Because I trust Alex Jones and the mainstream media is untrustworthy. So yeah, I'll give him a pass on this if I disagree with him. Yeah, absolutely. Go fuck yourself, left. I don't give a shit. What are you gonna do to me? Nothing. Okay, sit down and fuck off. Um, so that brings me to this story. I've actually tried doing this episode a few times, and it always kind of gets weird. Uh, I usually do it when I haven't eaten. It. Fuck me, I haven't eaten since uh, I had a I had a I had a cheat night last night. Uh, the wife and kids were were gone, and um, I had. Uh, I had blueberry Pop-Tarts and some milk. Oh, goodness gracious, was that good. <laughs> it almost wasn't enough, you know. Toke a couple tokes, and then, uh, you know, you get the munchies, man. Then blueberry Pop-Tarts. And I didn't cook them. It's, I'm, I'm hit and miss when I want to have, like, an uncooked Pop-Tart or when I want to have a hot one, you know. So, it was uncooked last night. It was delicious. I made it so I ate it in bed. <laughs> you know there's crumbs. Well, I pulled the sheet up to my neck, right? So that the crumbs would fall on that and not under the sheets. What's up now? That's how you do it. <laughs> so uh, anyway, God. Okay, so this, is, this isn't this is necessarily, what is it, self-deprecating? This is, I'm sharing a little insight into what some of my past has been like, okay? This is, this is my one meltdown, my one real meltdown that I've ever had in my life. And... Um, this was 10 years ago. So I've grown from that. I haven't had it happen again. Never had it happen before. Uh, not a reoccurring thing. So, 
This was uh, my cousin's wedding of all all places, and she she had it. They had it up on uh, on Mackinac Island. If you're not from Michigan, you probably don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. Maybe if you're from that part of Canada, Mackinac Island is a little island to the east of the Mackinac Bridge. It's spelled with a C at the end. I couldn't tell you why. I think it's uh, I think it's Native American. So, um, her wedding. Around this time, I was going through my problems with my first wife, right? I was just finding out about this other guy who didn't have solid evidence that she had cheated on me, uh, you know, anything like that. This was, um, and no, my son has not, I've not told him this story or anything like that, so, uh, and I wouldn't want to because this is going to hurt, it would hurt him, right? So, or at least that part between me and his mom. So, I was just finding out about this shit, and uh, how it went was we, we already knew about going up there, right? My mom had come up from Tennessee. I had family coming up. There's a whole slew of us going up there. I mean, it was everybody in our our uh, our family, the Irish Catholic family. So it's a lot of people. Uh, my wife tried getting out of it to stay there. It was a red flag in my head, but uh, you know, my solution to it was, no, you need to come with me. You know, we need to work on our our marriage and things like that. She agreed. She didn't really want to give out the goods that she was uh, thinking about doing what she was doing. But uh, anyway, and my son was born. He was like maybe a year, maybe a year. And uh, and we went up north. On the way, by the way, there's this restaurant that gives you a pound of bacon. It's delicious. Uh, Deeds might might know what I'm talking about. It is fucking awesome. So anyway, uh, I think it's, it's uh, I don't really need to say that, <laughs> but I will, that uh, there's probably not many Muslims that go to that one restaurant. <laughs> Anyway, so we go all the way up there, and right before we get there, uh, me and Brain, uh, we're like, we're gonna fit, we're gonna, we're gonna split whatever it was of Jim Beam. Um, I don't know sizes. Maybe it was a fifth. Um, so anyway, uh, we got there. It was gorgeous. I mean, we finally got to the, took the ferry out to the island. Got there, gorgeous. You know, and then it's like, all right, I'm going to start drinking. I had all this shit in the back of my head going on. My my life is basically falling apart. And it was at that point, right? Uh, I knew where I was headed. I knew in, the, in my subconscious what was going on, you know, that I was, I was feebly trying to keep this thing together that I only wanted to stay together for my son. You know, it was all, all of that shit. And, and I was right in the middle of, uh, of, uh, I think I had finished my courses, but I had to take my national registry or something to that, to, to that degree. Uh, and everything seemed to, it was all, it was all hanging on by a string, not a good time to drink. Okay. Because of what comes next, I start drinking when we get there and uh, I want to say I drank more than half. Um, I don't know if I drank anybody else's stuff, but Long story short, I got out of hand. I don't really know when it first started. I think we were walking. We would, like once we got there, we had a big family dinner and all this other shit. And I'm just fucking hammering. I'm going at it, you know. Uh, whiskey and cokes, which is oh so good, love it. But uh, we get through the dinner and then it gets nighttime and we start thinking about stuff we're gonna do. I think we were playing cornhole at one time and we were going and doing this, that, and the other. And then um, you know we started we went on a walk on a trail. I remember that because of what had happened right after that. 
as we're walking, I looked at my cousin, and I don't know why I did this. I know that, like, he's super trustworthy. I love him to death. He loves me. We're good dudes, right? He would never, ever think of ever hurting me in such a way. But in my head, when you're in that position, you think crazy shit. And something clicked. And instead of confronting anyone <laughs> like I would normally do, I... Uh, I became a werewolf, apparently, and uh, I started darting in and out of the forest that we were walking through, which was apparently pretty big, uh, and started howling. I howled like a fucking wolf. I don't know why. Like, I could not tell you why I started doing this shit. It was like the crazy in the back of my head, all the shit, and the whiskey just fucking... It was like a bomb that went off in my head, and I couldn't handle it. I start going. It, you know what? It was almost like if you watch Double Impact with John Claude Van Damme, watch Double Impact when the the nicer brother goes off to get the girlfriend, and the other brother is at the house, and he starts drinking, and he just starts fucking up the entire house. Kind of what happened to me, only nuttier, a little a little odder, a little nuttier, and. Uh, the whole time, mind you, there's some people that are sitting in like the, the chairs that like chicks lay in to sunbathe. They were in those in a yard watching me from a hotel. They were just watching me dart in and out of the fucking woods, howling like, like a fucking werewolf. So uh, that was happening. And then finally, my um, I have a Jewish uncle, one. He's, he's not blood related. Uh, two cousins that are, obviously, they'd be half Jewish. Uh, super kind guy uh, grabbed hold of me. He said, all right, hey, what the fuck is happening? <laughs> I couldn't answer. And he saw, I think he saw, I mean, it was obvious. Something was not right in through my eyes. You know what I mean? Glazed over, probably going different directions. Who knows? And uh, he tried to stop me. You know, he tried to help and um, he kind of saw that as he's talking to me, I'm trying to lean to get away. He's got me over by like the, the area where I'm wanting to, where I'm, I, I'm staying. He's trying to get me to stay. And he's like, listen here, John, just stay here. Whoop, whoop, whoop. You know what I mean? Because I'd start leaning away to, to want to run again. And he's whoop, whoop, whoop. Hey, no, stay here. He got my cousin. He's like, watch him. Okay. Don't let him leave. And uh, I now understand how this happens. I now understand that when you have somebody who's fucked up, either on drugs or alcohol, and they want to get away, how they get away. I don't know what physical thing I did necessarily. I just know in my head now what happens. And that's, I waited. <laughs> I waited for them to not look for just a second. And I bolted like the fucking flash. I'm naturally pretty quick. Okay, I can I can probably out sprint all my cousins. Uh, I've always been a pretty fast guy. I used to play soccer, right? So I was fast. And uh, I bolted, and they turned around, and I'm fucking gone. Which is the story they gave me later when they caught up to me. Um. So I took off and did it some more, and I can't remember who got a hold of me again, but they finally grabbed hold of me, and they go, "You got to get the fuck back up here." This is your cousin's wedding. They'll be fucking it up. You know what I mean? And uh, I was listening. I think I was just like, okay. You know what I mean? And then walked with them. Um, 
And then they got me back to the, the quote-unquote hotel room, which is just a gorgeous fucking place to stay. Like an apartment almost. Like a fancy apartment. Anyway, they got me up there, and there's people partying in there, and they notice that John isn't doing so good. He's freaking the fuck out. Well, the story then goes through what I've been doing as a as a as a werewolf. Um, that goes through the rest of the people in the building now, right? Didn't make it to my cousin. She had no idea what was going on. Neither did her husband, which is great. Um, even though I've apologized, I don't know how many times about this situation in the past ten years, because uh, I do feel bad. But um, then my. Then my mom came to me, and I and I don't really like this part at all. I mean, not that I like any of it. It's embarrassing. It's uh, it's ridiculous. But you know, this is shit that happens when you go through a divorce and you drink, and uh, you're in the midst of apparently happiness. Um, so my mom tried calming me down. I was yelling. It was the first my me and my stepdad. I don't think he was my stepfather at this time. He also had a bit of a problem that night. Well, I had never said anything mean to this guy. You've got if you knew him, he is a gentle giant, like the definition. He is a very tall guy. And uh, I assume if he wanted to, he could put a hurt on somebody. And he is just the nicest fucking man, possibly on the face of the earth. Right maybe right under Jesus. This dude is and he's he's like sneakily impressive. If that makes sense. He's read the Bible five times. Had no idea. Had no idea. He's just, he's a, he has like some quirky things about him, right? He had said something, but he had been drinking too. And I told him to shut up. I feel bad about that now. I apologize to him. It probably didn't help him because what he did was him and my mom got in a fight. (laughs) And he had been drinking at least as much as I had. He's a big fella. Well, where we were staying, it is about, I want to say maybe, I could be off on this, but I think it was like three or four miles away from where the ferry drops us off in the downtown part. Uh, you can look it up on, on the internet and see like what the downtown Mackinac Island looks like. It's, it's, it's cool. Uh, there's no cars. Everybody rides around in fucking horse and buggy and shit. So um, he loses his shit and he's going to leave. There ain't no fucking prairies run or prairies fairies running at one o'clock in the morning. Okay, like they don't start running again until like nine or ten in the morning. So uh, he and he does it. He packs up his shit and he goes on Mackinac Island. At this point, I can't remember what month it was. Uh, it is pitch fucking black. When you don't, when you're not around like a building or something, it is fucking dark. And, uh, of course this person's going to take up two fucking spots. You motherfucker, you rich bitch. Anyway. Uh, yeah, there you go. You saw me coming, huh? That's right. Move along. So, uh, so he walks his happy ass. (laughs) This poor guy. Walks his ass fucking three or four miles in the pitch black. Dude, he had one of those fucking little thornberries or whatever you call them all over him. He had prickers, everything. The poor guy. And he was in sandals and shorts, right? Because it was nice and warm out. 
he had went through some brush and uh, he had dirt all around when we found him in the morning. But uh, I didn't know about any of this. So I had told him, shut up, whatever. Uh, I feel real bad about that. My uh, Somebody finally got me to go take a shower. They thought that would cool me down. Um, and I did. But the crazy outburst it didn't stop <laughs> taking a shower. Uh, I just remember, like, I, I, I remember doing it. I kind of remember doing it now. Kind of. But it, it jogged my memory that day. I remember it happening that night when my sister <laughs> was, they were sharing, her and Brain were sharing a, a, the bathroom that me and, and my wife at the time were sharing. And, um, and... I remember her coming out after I had gotten done and I and whatever, and uh, her going, "What the fuck happened in the bathroom?" <laughs> uh, <laughs> I fucked up the bathroom. It was more so just the shampoo, and it was her shampoo. <laughs> I don't know if it was talking shit or what. If it gave me the wrong look, uh, but I lost my shit in shampoo. <laughs> all over the bathroom. It was all over the sides. It was all over the ceiling. I think it made it out to the mirror on the, on the, in front of the sink. It was everywhere. Um, <laughs> that's the funniest part of all of it to me is I fucked up the bathroom <coughs> and nobody knew until my sister came out and goes, what the fuck? <laughs> That was, um, that was funny, I thought. But uh, anyway, so I did that. And then uh, luckily my cousin, and not luckily for him, but luckily my cousin, this is actually the Antifa cousin who was cool at the time, uh, came and got me and he went and talked me down and, and got me into a good place. And then, uh, and then I went into my room and, and, um, and uh, where was my wife the whole time? Well, she had fucking bugged out, and then she ended up... Uh, I think she was in the room before I got in there. So, something to that effect. I was mad at her, you know, I was like, fucking, yeah, whatever. But uh, the only thing that made me feel better, you know, after, obviously, my cousin talked me down and I started to sober up a little bit, I, uh, I went and got my son and then laid with him and, and fell asleep and, uh, and woke up the next morning. And uh, there is very few things in life that you wake up and uh, you feel the weight of the world like that <laughs> because at first you wake up and you're like, first thought, it was just a dream. Second thought is, no, it wasn't. <laughs> oh, fuck. So uh, that's when I woke up and I found out about my uh, my stepfather um, at the time and uh, we went and found him. <laughs> and I was in apologetic mode, obviously. Everybody, uh, everybody laughed at me. Sure, and and, and rightfully so. Um, my aunt was pissed at me, and she had every right to be. And uh, this is my aunt that's also like my mom, so she had she had every right to be mad at me. And she, to be honest, she was really cool. She was super cool about it. I mean, you know, she didn't smack me or anything. She was stern, like my aunt gets, but uh, she she's a good lady. So she had every right to to, uh, come in and, uh, scold me for, for what I was doing. So, uh, for, or for what I did, you know, it's her daughter's only wedding and, uh, married a fucking phenomenal guy, you know? So, like I said, I apologized numerous times. The, uh, another funny part was, um, my stepfather, 
because I was in apology mode for the rest of that time and then obviously weeks and months later, years later. Uh, but he was like, <laughs> he, he felt bad about what he did. He was sorry. You know, he knew my mom was fucking furious at him because it embarrassed her, right? And uh, you could see it. Like, he was so... We were both so fucking hungover, which just made it even worse. And he's got a bald head. <laughs> and he likes wearing fedoras. And you could just see the sweat collecting on the gray fedora that he was wearing. <laughs> and he wouldn't say a word. He didn't complain, not a one little bit. And uh, I was in the wedding, mind you. Well, my son was. I wasn't so much. My son was supposed to be the the the... The uh, person had he was one. They were gonna they had him dressed up in a tux. And he was gonna throw out the the uh, you know roses or whatever. Uh, okay, flower girl. I get it. Ha ha. Well, whatever. That's all they had was my son. So we used my son for that. And I think he might. Did he have the rings? Oh yeah, he did. He had the rings. My bad. I, I'm pretty certain he had the rings. So he was both. He did both because he was like the only little kid. But. Um, we got, it's cool, we got some pictures of him in tuxes dressed up, and then uh, when he did his first communion, uh, we I had him stand the same way in his tux, you know, or in his suit. It's pretty cute. Um, pretty fucking adorable, if I say so myself. But anyway, so that's the story. I actually feel pretty good about this episode. I'm going to publish this shit. Um, that is the story of uh, of Mackinac Island and, and John O'Marchada's... Uh, Meltdown, my one and only meltdown that you now know about, and uh, I've shared it with you. So now we're even closer. We've bonded through this story. <laughs> it's embarrassing, and uh, I'm sure some of you guys probably have something like that. You know, I've learned from it, grew, I'm better now. <laughs> At least I tell myself. Um, but no, that was just that was crazy shit. That was being in a relationship that uh, you want to talk about toxic. Holy fuck. But. Um, you know, what I really should have kept was the mentality to be accountable, be responsible, and not be liberal, which I did. <laughs> I don't think anything had to do with that. Anyway, you know what I'm saying. Um, until next time.